Welcome back to the BA podcast. This is where yeah. brothers argue about all important things in life. Mm-hmm. We give you no nonsense arguments mixed with a bundle of nonsense from my brother over a here. A whole bundle. A bundle of sticks. It's called a. Oh. <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> we talk about sports, outdoors, theology, anything you can think of. And where this is where we show how Christ is the center of all, whether you like it or not. I'm your host, Jordan, and this humorous over here is Zach. Are you calling me a bone or that I'm humorous? No, I said humorist. Oh, so I'm funny. My yeah. my other option was wisecracker. How are you calling me a humorous? Is that Not a bone? that you're a wisecracker, but that you're... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that didn't age well at all. <laughs> um, today's show, we're going to talk about bow hunting. But first, Jordan, I was, I was talking to one of our fans... And, one of your uh, fans well, our fans not just my fan like the fan in the window yeah I, it's cool because it makes my voice sound different when i'm talking <laughs> <laughs> no no a real person and um they were talking about you and your voice and i have a, a direct paraphrase my from them. voice yeah so this is a direct paraphrase wait is the was the fan named zach and is he sitting across from me right now <laughs> no this was not me this was not me this is 100 verified another fan but yeah a direct fair paraphrase they said that jordan's voice is so boring it puts me straight to sleep <laughs> it's like listening to mind-numbing white noise direct paraphrase <laughs> so i just thought you should know at least it's good for something right yeah that's what i was thinking but yes today we're talking about bow hunting um and we're gonna see if jordan can convince me that it's something that i should get into and uh seeing as bow hunting is uh one of jordan's passions right up there after yodeling and mouth breathing <laughs> <laughs> he might know just a little bit about it so uh first jordan what what is bow hunting what is it yeah is it where you go look for tree well, limbs i'm no expert but i think it's hunting with a bow that makes no sense at all. That's way too simple. <laughs> <laughs> so so let me get this straight. You have hunting that's already difficult, and you're just now adding another layer of difficulty? I guess you could say that. And, I don't necessarily... And you voluntarily do that? Generally, archery hunting has a different level of difficulty, mm-hmm. for sure. Just because of the range of, of your projectile. Yeah. And yeah. the seasons, etc. Well... Well, I guess I should start this off with a little story because I do have a little bit of experience with bow hunting. It's it's, oh, with, it's with you actually, and oh. and I wasn't bow hunting. Um, I was just tagging along because you wanted someone to be there to pack something out if you got it, um, <laughs> which never happens when you're with me. So, yeah. Well, there's a reason for that, which I'm going to get into, but. But I thought, you know, Jordan wants me to go bow hunting with him. So, you know, yeah, sure, I'll go. It'll be fun. It'll be a little, little easy hunt. And then we'll just get back out. So little did I know, we get out there and Jordan starts hiking just straight up a mountain. <laughs> straight up a mountain. There's no trail. It's like at a, what's a really sharp angle? 90 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's straight up and down. Yep. It might have been a little actually concave. 80, like, 87. It was more like 120. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's flat. <laughs> oh. Isn't no, it? that's 180. Oh, yeah. Duh. Wait, so. Wait, it, 120 would be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rock climbing upside down. Basically, uh, that's what it was like. And, and, and I got my step counter going, and we were like 30 miles back up in there. <laughs> 30 miles. Yeah. 
Um, and so I'm just, I'm just dying. Like, and I've got my pack full of just the bare essentials, you know, the energy drinks and M&Ms, caramel filled M&Ms. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only thing that got me through that day. I had so a bunch you were of, prepared. yeah, and I had a bunch of offline only games downloaded on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going and you go up one mountain, then down that mountain, then up another mountain and then down that mountain. And after about 30 miles, I'm like, if he calls something in. I'm scaring it away because I'm not packing this thing out. 30 miles from the guy that was hiking in chest deep snow. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah. It, dude, dude I'm, I know I'm in great shape. I just, <laughs> I just, so, so my experience was one, well, and two, we didn't see anything even for me to scare it away. I think that's mostly because of your terrible skills as a hunter. <laughs> it couldn't have been because of me eating food the whole time and being super loud, but it was exhausting just boring and like i felt like i was gonna die and so i was thinking to myself why would anyone do this intentionally that's my hunting story it's not even wait what's the point of the story my, my point of the story was you just got, that you, you're lazy <laughs> <laughs> that is one way to interpret it <laughs> but that's all i came but the, with. the the thing is is you've got basically the amount of work of that hike to convince me that it's something i should do so so do you like hiking sometimes so why didn't you like that? It was just that a, wasn't hiking. It was just a hike. We're like the the it, the brush is so thick. It's like hiking through chesty snow, <laughs> except you get scraped up and soaking wet, and it's just straight up and down, straight up and down, straight up and down, straight up and down. So there was okay. no views because you can't see. Well, that was a lame story. There's really no. <laughs> I know most hunting stories are like exciting. there I was. <laughs> I have a I have a better hunting. Story oh, okay, let's hear you. your story. Yeah. Hunting story. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've drugged you along a few times. Yeah. This was years ago, probably like 10 years ago. We went out. I was 10. We went out. You were 10. <laughs> Took you out archery hunting for a day, I think. Yeah. And you hadn't you hadn't ever called for elk. You haven't bugled or anything like that. No. But we, we, mm -hmm. get, we get up wherever we're hunting. Mm -hmm. Secret place. No tell them river on uh, that was what it secret, was called. secret ridge. <laughs> And bulls going. I thought you were just BSing me. That's what it was actually called. No. Oh, that's, that's a joke. Oh, you dumb. <laughs> that's rude. So we get we get a bull going below us. He's screaming his brains out, and I'm bugling back to him, no and sense. he's he's coming in hot. So anybody that hot and bothered, anybody that knows how to archery hunt elk knows that generally once you get a bull going, you cut the distance, which we can get into later. Wait, real quick. So. So when you're when you're calling to him, you you're pretending to be a super sexy female. No. Oh. No. It, it well, it depends. It depends what you're doing. In this particular, you're going for the pile, the bundle of sticks. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> so in this particular day, uh -huh. uh, no. Basically, it was a bull challenging another bull. Is is what? Okay. That's why you would bugle back to okay. another bull. So you're imitating another bull elk. Well, you're just a bugle. Kind of is just. It means a lot of different things. It's, Particularly it's you, elk the infantry hunting. are coming. No, it, oh. when you're elk hunting, it can mean you know, hey, I'm here. You're over there, and right. And other times it can is be it a like, challenge. What's your name? <laughs> Tony, <laughs> have you Tony? Oh, <laughs> um, so no. This particular day, he he was challenged by my bugles, and he was coming in like quick, right. like really quick right. for a bull. This was early rut, so they hadn't 
herded up yet with their cows. Once they herd up with their cows, usually they don't. Which is mating they don't like season, to leave the, them. the ruts, the mating season. Right? Yeah, 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 for the ignorant. Yeah, which yeah. is most of the people listening. To I, this. I knew that one, so <laughs> I'm not in that category. Anyways, when you're in a situation like that, generally you want to try to cut the distance because animals like elk are extremely smart. They can pinpoint you to the dot where you're standing right. if you're making noise. So I beagled to him and decided that I was going to cut the distance and mm-hmm. cut him off while he's coming through. And, and I knew and all get of a this. shot at him. So I said, hey, Zach, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe you can keep his attention by bugling <laughs> while I cut the distance. So I hand Zach the bugle uh-huh. to him, and I say, just give me like a minute so I can cut down, you know, another 30 yards or and so. And I started counting right then and Because the idea in that strategy is that bull's going to come right to where you're bugling or within, you know, 30 to 60 yards of that. So I would be in an advantageous right. point to, he's focused, to shoot him. He's focused he's on focused me. he's focused on right? the, the bugler. That's how two hunters work together right, during yeah. archery season. Anyways, I, I cut the distance down to 30 yards. Mm-hmm. The bull's crashing in. I can hear him just, and I, just over and just a little And just so rise. you guys know, I kind of do a minute right on the dot. It was perfect. Okay, good for, good for you. <laughs> yeah. I needed to know that. I did one thing good. So he's just over a rise. I can hear him crashing in. And then Zach <laughs> decides to bugle, which is good. But yeah, <laughs> what emitted from the bugle tube was like a dying cat. <laughs> okay. It was not and, that bad. And that bull is just out of sight. I can hear him crashing. And as soon as Zach lets out his whatever it was it was my best attempt that bull like sticks his legs out in front of him locks his elbows and just screeches to a halt and then turns around and bam gone see what i was trying (laughs) is you you try the good old-fashioned imitating an actual elk approach and i was trying the to actually speak their language oh, and okay. i was actually sending him a personal message i mean i mean in all fairness you'd never bugled before i, so had, it no, was actually, I had no idea it was what i was probably doing probably my fault <laughs> probably it's 100 your fault <laughs> you know what i think you should have done what you should have just jumped up loaded two arrows on and started <laughs> flinging them why didn't the green pepper practice archery the green pepper i don't know because it didn't have an arrow Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, these are back. I love these. All right. So, first of all, what for, we're talking about bow hunting, um, which we've established is hunting with a bow. What makes it more difficult than like rifle hunting? What, what are some of the, the things that make it more difficult? Well, you're using a weapon that has a severely limited range. Right. Compared to just, what would you say? A like firearm. 10, 20 feet? No. 20 Generally yards. talking in terms of yardage. And most people with bows setups are looking to shoot an animal within a 40-yard range, generally. 40 yards? Huh? There's a lot of people that'll, that will like shoot further. 10 to 20 feet? I mean, around around where we live, it's uh-huh. so thick that getting a shot is generally with two seats. 10 to 20 yards. Right, yeah. And so, whereas, whereas a rifle, you're talking ranges of hundreds of yards. Yeah, so it's a significant difference. So I would say the level of difficulty is much higher because of you needing to close that distance to even get right. a lethal viable shot you get real at close. an animal. Yes. Yeah. And if you know wild animals, they have very acute senses. I don't and really. So trying to do that is what makes the activity very difficult. Is acute senses like acute diarrhea? <laughs> Well, I mean, the term acute is used the same in both of those. Okay, so I nailed it. (laughs) 
Okay, so so one of the things you got to get a lot closer, which requires, uh, like we talked about bugling, you use more calls. Not that you can't use calls with rifle hunting. Uh, but you, when you're talking you in terms to, of elk, yes. Yeah. Which the majority of the archery hunting I do is for elk. It's for elk, yeah. And it's just it's just a blast, the adrenaline rush, being that close to animals that are just screaming their head off at you. Because you're so it, close to them, like that experience is oh, a yeah, lot different. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, you're, you're talking to an animal. Right. I, I so. experienced that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That one bugle. <laughs> <laughs> you said, get away from here. Right now, there's a guy waiting there's down there to shoot you. There's a hunter over here. <laughs> That's what that meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's code. <laughs> um, and so, bows have been around for a long time, though, right? Those, they have, yeah. The, at least, you know, the last 20, 20, 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bible times. So, the hunters we talked about from the Bible probably would have used bows, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or slingshots, or no, I, I don't. Or just scare tactics. I don't know tactics. how effective that is on big game, but th- there was also a weapon used called the atlatl, which is it kind of threw this. Isn't that an atlatl spear thing? Not an atlatl. Atlatl. Yeah. Atlatl. Atlatl. No, I think it's atlatl. I don't think. I don't think it is. You don't. You don't sound very smart. Right. I'm gonna look it up right now and okay. pre- prove you so, wrong. So, to prepare for bow hunting, does it require a lot of like practice with your bow or anything? Or, any, or, or any, is it pretty accurate, so accurate that, like, I could just go out there right now and, and nail something at, you know, the 40 to 50 yards, like you were saying? Well, don't you practice with your gun before you go hunting? Yeah, I play Call of Duty. <laughs> no, I wouldn't I say... I do, that. but it's 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 super accurate. Well, so Like, my both, dad goes to the shooting right. range, he shoots twice, he's like, that's good. He doesn't even know if I hit the target. But, well, well, how much time have you spent practicing with your bow to get accurate? Because I've done archery and I'm not very accurate. Anybody can shoot accurately if they have right. their their bow set up properly and their arrow set up properly. Would you say it's you're pretty accurate? Could you hit Could you hit a dime at 110 yards? <laughs> no, doesn't seem like you're very accurate. Uh, I don't know many people that could do that. How so. many do you get bullseyes a lot? It depends. Like, what do you mean by bullseyes? Like when you when you when you when you're target practicing, do you get a lot of bullseyes when you're shooting? Well, the closer your, you are, the arrows? easier it is to. So 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 like all the time. so like twenty yards you hit bullseyes a lot. Oh yeah. How many arrows do you split when you hit bullseyes? <laughs> Are you talking about like the Robin Hood? Yeah, stuff? that's what I always see that's, in Robin Hood. That can't happen. Mythbusters proved that wrong. Hmm. The the arrow will that's, deflect before it actually splits the whole thing. That's incredibly. But I have I have done that before, but it doesn't split the arrow like that. It just usually destroys the knock and the end of hmm. the arrow, and then it deflects. Hmm. So when you're out in the field. How many times do you shoot at the elk before you can't shoot at it anymore? Do you shoot, you get like four or five arrows off? Well, ideally you're, you're going to shoot one. Right. But do you, do you like, like how many can you get off in like three seconds? <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, you're not very fast. Did you watch the new Robin Hood? That dude was killer with a bow. Are you anything well, like he's that? He's using a traditional bow there. You can shoot those a lot faster than you can a compound bow. I don't know what kind of bow he's using. All I know is it's Robin Hood. Are we like okay. are we gonna get to any substance here? Yeah, or are yeah, you just yeah. gonna yeah, no, this is real off. One last thing. One last thing. Okay. Have you done the William Tell challenge? Is that shooting the apple off someone's head? Yeah. You're not just someone, your sons. Nope. <laughs> Why not? Nope. Yeah, are you, is it because you're not confident? That's not, that's not safe. Is it because you're not confident in your skills? No. Is it because your son doesn't trust you? No. Would you shoot a firearm with someone downrange of you? This is a trick question. I'm just saying because it's not safe. You don't do things like that. But William Tell did. Yeah, isn't that a isn't that a far fetched story? I'm pretty sure it's scientific fact. I don't know. 
I'm just saying it's the ultimate trust exercise. You know, one of the earliest dates I went on with my wife was an archery lesson. Uh huh. It, it wasn't our first date, but that was the one that stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get you to laugh. Oh, <laughs> well, then bring quality jokes. <laughs> that one's funny. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, I did get a compound bow for Christmas. Okay. Um, it's kind of a subtle hint from the person that gave me that I should do more with my life. So what you're trying to say is you want to give archery a shot. I gave archery a shot. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now, I wouldn't because there's too many drawbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you set me up. <laughs> no, I was just asking a question. Yeah. <laughs> I actually agree with you there, though. <laughs> I know it's a joke, but I agree with you. Have you have you even shot that bow one time uh, since Christmas? Yes, on accident. I didn't have an arrow in it, and it was <laughs> you better not. It have. was so don't dry fire a bow. Heavy. What's the correct term? Not heavy. Like I was trying to pull it back, and it was the poundage. The poundage. Yeah, I was pounding it so hard. And <laughs> You better not have dry fired it. That's really hard on bows. I didn't mean to. Wait, did you for real? Once. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Because that energy has nowhere to go if there's not an arrow. Yeah, it went straight into my hand and it hasn't stopped shaking since. No, it goes into the limbs and it can just cause all that, kinds of damage. My hand's attached to my limb. <laughs> your, your bow limbs. <laughs> That's rude. Um, but it was an accident. So so, so you the, haven't the, shot your bow the one draw, time. The dr- I don't have any arrows. I've invited you over to set you up multiple times, and you've never cooked okay. me up on the offer. I, so. it, this, there was snow on the ground. I couldn't even do it. I do it. I bet you I do. I shoot in the snow. Okay. But you can't find your arrows because they're gone in the snow. No, you just don't miss. What if you're just starting? You, you don't even know you what your sights are pointing at, at. You can shoot it like 10 yards in your garage and get your sight on. What if you can't find 10 yards in my garage? shoot from outside into your garage at a target set up in your garage. But then I'll hit my garage. Not at 10 yards. That's so close that... 10 yards is what? You're not going to miss. 10 or 20 feet? No. A yard is about 3 feet. Oh, okay. So 30 feet. Okay, so uh, what were we talking about? Oh, I got a bow. So what's the next thing I need to do then to go kill an elk? Well, I would would get some arrows because it's useless without arrows. Oh, okay. And that's kind of a dark hole because guys like me who make their own arrows. You make your own arrows? Yeah. No, you you don't. I do. Like from you go get the wood and then like strip it down and. No, you don't shoot wood arrows with a compound. Oh, what do you shoot? Well, you're shooting carbon. They're made out of carbon. Oh. Well, there's different kinds. Most people shoot carbon or there's uh, carbon arrows with a metal jacket. Okay. Uh, but the majority of people are shooting carbon arrows. So okay. you buy the carbon shafts and then you buy all the parts to go with it. How long like is your, the shaft? Like your veins and your and your inserts and your points and you cut it to length and all that. I, there's a whole science that goes into right. it. But for just someone wanting to start shooting, you can go to the store and buy pre-made carbon arrows. Okay. Sweet. And then I'm ready to go? I just go out and kill an elk? I mean, for basics, yeah. Just go get an arrow. Go get some arrows. Uh-huh. Start shooting. Right. Uh, I would... I mean, obviously, there's steps that go into ensuring your bow is shooting properly, like tuning your bow. Um, but a lot of that starts is that with, like a guitar. A lot of that starts with having an arrow that goes with your setup. Do I um, need as to far go as like weights, spine a, weights, a and length? Shop? No. The how much we get it tuned? You, t- you can do it yourself, or oh. take it to a shop to get it tuned. Oh, okay. Bow shop. I, I do. I mean, I do it myself. So, but I'm hard. Don't you do everything yourself? Pretty much. Yeah. So, what do you think is the most? Because there's not many people that bow hunt. I mean, I know you there know. There is. There's lots of but, people that but bow hunt. But not in the are you talking percentage about, of the people. Are you talking about in ratio to people that rifle hunt? Right, compared, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying small. I'm not saying it's like it's not very many in the sense that it's, it's fairly like one or small. Two. I'm just saying like like percentage wise of hunters, bow hunters, most people don't make up that much. I, I would yeah, the large majority of hunters are. I think the last hunters. numbers I saw were somewhere between zero to to 100 percent. No, I, I don't think that ratio is as high as you think because a lot of guys that archery hunt also rifle hunt, so they're adding stats to both of those categories. So I don't think that gap is as no, wide, no. Wide what you would you do think. is you would take all rifle hunters and then how many people bow hunt. It would include the people that do both, and that would give you the percentage. Sure. Anyways, um, what do you think is the most like? What's the what's the most what's the thing deterring people from getting into bow hunting? Is it just that I don't think anything's deterring people. It's just a lot of people don't just don't think about this picking is, it up. Well, this is anecdotal evidence, but in my experience, it seems like the people that bow hunt are like super hardcore into it. Gen- like, generally you find that. Yes. Because the people that are bow, I mean, it's because of the degree of difficulty right? Um, that most guys that are bow hunting are, uh, there's obviously guys that are testing the waters mm-hmm. or that are kind of fringe bow hunters that aren't really into it that much, but they still do it because they like hunting fringe bow hunters. No, I, I definitely think there's going to be a gap in success there, but, but the right. guys that, that truly take yeah. it seriously, you know, you are, you need to be in shape. You need to be shooting your bow, practicing all the time, making sure your setup's tuned properly. You need to be hmm. accurate and confident with your setup. Uh, you know, you're you're uh, putting the work and time into right. scouting, finding animals, you know, learning how to. Uh, and a lot of this comes over time, but, but basically learning how to pursue the animals, cut the distance, you know, learning about their patterns, how they feed, how they how they move during the day and during the night. And I mean, there's so much that goes into it. You hunt them it. at night? And gener- no, but <laughs> it's good to know what they're doing all the time, right? What size and, spotlight? And all that goes into scouting. But but generally guys that are that are really into bow hunting and that are, and generally you find the most success in that group of guys are, are the guys putting the time and effort into it, not just the bow side of it. Right. I mean, that that's a big part of it. Like, it's one thing to be able to hit bullseyes every time out to 60 yards. Right. It's another thing getting yourself within range of an animal at that. Because, right. I mean, that's a whole other section. Right. A whole other, uh, th- that's a whole other set of skills. But mm-hmm. those guys are generally honing both sides. Both is categories it true of skills. that one of the best ways to get close to animals is to douse yourself in their urine first? I, you know, I don't know. I've never tried that. You've never tried that. So me neither. So that's not unheard of. Right. I, I mean, not the dousing part, but using <laughs> using <laughs> it's not like a golden urine, shower type using thing? animal urine. Yeah. Huh. Just to throw them off the scent. So it's actually illegal in a lot of states now because of the oh. spread of disease. Well, I need. To I don't talk, know that I that's really backed up scientifically, but. so basically what i'm hearing is that it's so difficult you have to be prepared for a challenge and want to be challenged to to get into i don't think that it's something that that people should be afraid of Uh, it's yeah it's more work but that's why so many people don't do it is people just don't like to do work they don't want to put effort into right so it takes a lot of self-discipline is what you're saying yeah i mean that's good because that is one of the fruits of the spirit as being self-disciplined and the bible talks a lot about being self-disciplined so yeah. you're saying basically this is a this is a way for you to live out or to practice being self-disciplined then i mean i guess i, I don't think you can't be self-disciplined in rifle hunting too because there's a degree of difficulty with that as well but right i, I mean i i'm not saying bow hunting's for everyone i don't right. think it is that's why not why? everyone does it why are you so passionate about it? What what's spe- specifically? Well, I like challenges and mm-hmm. I like conquering hard things, and so for me, that you do. <laughs> and so for <laughs> so for me, 
I, I think that's probably why I enjoy it so much now. Now, right. now I'm also a very technical person. I like all of the mechanics that goes into it. And mm -hmm. I just, I, I enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, which not everybody does a lot. A lot of bow hunters just have someone else do their right. equipment. That for sounds them. like right up my alley. Sure. But, but they still like the hunting side of it. That's why I'm saying there's two, sure. different, there's two different categories we're talking about here. And for me, I'm in both. Like I, I like the whole mechanical side of it right. and I like the whole pursuit of the animal side of it. Right. Um, and, and so just the challenge for me is probably why I enjoy it so much. And it's a rush when you're elk hunting and you get to go places that a lot of people don't. I mean, you're hiking all day long looking for this humongous animal. That's like a ghost in the woods and, just to mm. be able to put yourself close to something like that after hiking 12 miles in a day, you know. And, Would it help to bring infrared things. for when you're hunting them? I, I don't know. I think that's illegal. Oh. Why is everything illegal? Because it's not fair. <laughs> what do you mean it's not fair? <laughs> why are we, it sounds super difficult. So why are we trying to make it more fair? So you're trying to make it less difficult because then it would be more yes. appealing wait, to you. Wait, you know what I think would make it less difficult is if we used, wait, wait for it, a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's almost as if, you know, hear me out. It's almost as if we started with bow hunting and then we found something better and moved on to that. Yeah. Aren't you I, kind I of a regressive for doing bow hunting? No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> it, that, it, it depends upon what you're what you're looking at. If you're looking at something that that makes some, if you want something that's going to uh, basically kill an animal from a long ways away or even up close, mm -hmm. but but if you want to extend your range, um, have a have a weapon that probably puts that animal down quicker mm -hmm. and is easier that that's fine right there's nothing wrong with that but but the the what i'm getting at is is the bow hunting part is if you want it to be something that's more challenging you're also tapping into a historical thing and i, I don't know i they're very right. effective right um i think i do think that's a misconception because uh, i think people think that rifles are much more effective than than bows and arrows and they, and they 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 operate on different it depends um, they're they're hard to compare because one right. has so much more range and it, it's just it's it's a different and it, and it operates more on shock than it does uh, yeah archery equipment's more on blood loss <laughs> right and 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 a bullet is more on shock to that animal right, right? but but uh, but i'm just saying that that it is hard to compare i get that but i but i think almost when they're comparing them it's almost as if the bows aren't effective and i do think that's a misconception bows are super effective yeah, and uh, with arrows. On the other side, though, there's a there's a common argument I've heard that people will say is, well, you shouldn't be able to hunt with guns because it's more ethical to hunt with with archery equipment. And and, and the problem with that is it's actually not because if you're if you're going after ethics here, ethically it would be whatever allows that animal to suffer the least, right? And puts down an animal quicker and more humanely. Right. Poison. So that argument falls apart because a rifle does that much better than archery equipment does. So, so if you're talking ethics here, right? right it does put it down. Quicker. That argument doesn't work. Um, that we should only be archery hunting and not rifle hunting because it's more ethical. It, it is actually, if you want to use that argument, rifle hunting would be more ethical than than archery hunting. Now, I'm not saying that archery is not a, not highly effective. It, it is. Right. I mean, it. Archery equipment with a well-placed shot is going to put down an animal extremely quickly, and they're not going to suffer at all. Right. It's, like, so sharp they don't even know they're cut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so so back to the kind of the self-discipline thing, right? Um, I was Something I was thinking about in terms of that is that 
the way that you get good at something, and in this case, it'd be bow hunting, is putting in the time, the work, it's disciplining yourself, it's limiting yourself from other things you could be doing to 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 become basically freer in whatever area it is. And I was thinking about this and from some different things I've listened to and read is talking about our concept of freedom. I think it can tie into that because a lot of people think of freedom as the absence of restrictions. Um, you got to be free to do whatever you want, no restrictions. And freedom is actually having restrictions, but not just restrictions, the right kind of restrictions. And so like, right. like in this case, for to become a good bow hunter, you, you have to put in all the time at work. You got to practice with your with the shooting, your accuracy, with the scouting, with um, even calling, you got to practice doing that to become good, all these other things. And so I think that it's really easy to learn lessons and self-discipline that apply to all areas of life. And that, but, but by doing all that, when you become a good and better bow hunter, you're actually more free in your aspect of hunting and bow hunting specifically. And right. one, of, one of the analogies I've heard used is that a fish, when it's, is only free when it's restricted to water. And so if you take out all restrictions, take it out of water, it actually ends up dying. And so that ties into what, how God's made us and God's made us to know, worship and glorify him. And you talk about God's law being restrictions. That's there's a, there's a verse in the Bible says it's the perfect law, which gives freedom. It's actually God's law of self-discipline, disciplining yourself to follow his law that actually gives you freedom in life to become a full freer human being. And I thought that was, that's something you can tie in and you can learn it from different disciplines like bow hunting, because you got to discipline yourself to become a better bow hunter because right. you've, you've gone through a lot of, of failure before you've gotten success. Yeah. And I would and say, it's not just because you're a failure. The other thing is that when you're doing something that has a very high degree of difficulty, mm -hmm. your failure is going to hurt a lot more. So working through that and having the drive to overcome that over and over and over again until you are successful also tells something about that person's character. They're I, just I, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, isn't there something about that in the Bible too? That you're like the ox kicking the goads. <laughs> right? So you want to know my recommendation for you is don't, yeah. don't get into bow hunting. Is this another drawback? Because, because there'll be less people in the woods you have to <laughs> deal with. Because you're selfish. <laughs> like, man, I'm going to get him out again. <laughs> the, the other thing is I think, I think, um, I, I mean, hunting in general does this, but bow hunting itself, if you find someone else that has that passion too, it creates a really strong bond between right. those people. And, and getting community in that. Right. And. And, you know, I, I hunted myself for, by myself, bow hunted myself, Which by myself for understand. a number of years, but, um, I started hunting with my friend Anthony mm -hmm. and he and I are very alike. We're both super passionate about it. Right. We love the challenge in overcoming that. And we work together and we've become really good friends through that. Which is something we could go into because friendship is not about finding a friend. It's about finding a common interest right. and you become and friends around it. That's yeah. bow hunting for yeah. us. So. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, last last question about about bow hunting and bows and stuff. Do you ever shoot it sideways, gangster style? <laughs> no. Why not? I mean, when you shoot traditional bows, it's kind of at an angle, right? So it's kind of gangster style. Well, then. I don't shoot traditional bows, so oh, lame. Have you ever tried shooting blindfolded, like some at someone blindfolded, like I'm blindfolded or they're blindfolded? No, you're blindfolded. Have you ever tried shooting blindfolded? No. Well, you have no idea what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I like that joke. <laughs> Out of all your jokes, I like that one. <laughs> all right, so um, I guess in summary, Jordan's convinced me that Bowhunting's hard and I shouldn't do it. <laughs> Less people in the woods. <laughs> so it's a win-win for you either way. You either found a new friend or there's more room for you. And I think I think you should get into bow hunting now right I, like i said even people that don't like hunting mm-hmm. or, or don't have a desire to hunt that's fine just shooting bows is fun it's therapeutic i mean sure they, they and, do I, that. and i have shot bows before they use archery for they, they use archery as therapy right. for people with ptsd or like special needs kids and that's how like you that. got into it <laughs> <laughs> you were just waiting for that. Yep. No, no, just shooting bows in general is fun. You know, it starts with, you know, buying your kid or, or when you were a kid, getting the little plastic bow with the suction cup arrows at Walmart. Right, we right? played Cowboys and Indians. Right? Why is that fun? Because you like shooting things and it, and it does I mean, it's not really that dangerous. But, right. But just shooting bows in general is fun, even right. if you're not hunting. Yeah. I think it, I think it's good. No, that's fair. That That's fair. And so, yeah. Do you know how you can improve your archery, though? How? With, with better aerodynamics. <laughs> what that makes sense i I do see what you did there (laughs) um so uh anyways let's wrap this up uh where can people find us follow us you have any closing thoughts no i would just say in summary archery's fun um i mean you're the one that loves it you're the one supposed to convince everybody either do or don't well i think we're gonna do more shows on i'm still confused about how far you can shoot though (laughs) accurately or just shoot in general both I I have no idea, man. What's the farthest bullseye you've hit? Probably seventy yards. Did the bull die? But I would <laughs> bullseye. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's one of your jokes. No, ideally I wouldn't shoot an animal that far. Okay. But no, I think bow hunting's fun. I think it's a good good practice um, for discipline, like we talked about, or right. just shooting archery in general. Right. It's not for everybody, but I think it's an interesting subject. A lot of people don't know anything about. Right. I'd be happy to answer That's questions. True. Yeah. Yeah, we should do a show just on questions people have and Yeah, and I think going. we'll get more into the meat of of hunting meat. Too. Yeah. Ah, that's my favorite part. Do you know why communists are good at archery? <laughs> no. Because they're real marksmen. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Where can people find us, Jordan? You can find us on our website, brothersargue.com. Mm-hmm. If you like the show, please share it with people. Yeah. Like us on Facebook. We are Get available on all major podcasting apps like Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts. Boom. So remember, if you would like to order a collection of Jordan's thoughts, the soothing sounds of nonsense, order in the next five <laughs> minutes and get 10 extra minutes of useless information that's guaranteed to put you to sleep by killing those pesky little things that help you think called brain cells. <laughs> That'll wrap us up. Till next time, everyone. Love God and go have a disagreement with someone. Argue more. Boom. <laughs>